Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichols. And today on the show, we are recapping the previous webinar that we have just had. And actually, I've got a new little sound effect for you every time we recap a <laughs> webinar. I remember last night's Oh yes, let's talk about last night's <laughs> webinar where Manuel uh, did come on and sang, sang us a little song at the end which was fantastic and actually the best thing about that. Manuel, get- actually just while you're listening because I'm sure you are, I actually had one of my clients today say they really enjoyed the webinar and they particularly enjoyed you singing at the end and Ed and I dancing to it. <laughs> and the thing that that really speaks to me about is that it is a community that we're trying to build up with highlighting people who listen to the podcast and really celebrating their success which is fantastic. Now let's get into the top lessons because at this webinar and you can listen to the whole recording on the OPA's website or we'll also drop it as a podcast we got three different property investors to share their top three learnings and walk through their numbers so we're going to recap what those three learnings were for each of the investors and how they got there in about nine minutes so one minute per learning now the first property investor was Scotty Murison who actually is one of our property partners here at OPA's just joined the team and his first learning was you've got to trust your gut now he was working for the Royal Air Force at 22 and purchased a property in Hamilton. He'd never been to Hamilton, never stepped foot in the city and yet he bought his first rental property in there in a brand new development. Now in order to do that he was effectively 100% leveraged because he had to borrow quite a bit from the bank of mum and dad. He couldn't use his KiwiSaver in order to be able to purchase this investment property and so effectively they said well we'll give you that money in order to be able to do it leveraged against their own home but he had to pay them back. So effectively, he was taking on 100% debt. And he said, look, here's the thing. It was by the university. I didn't know whether I'd get a good tenant or not. But my gut said, I need to do something. So he went ahead and did it. So the first lesson is, trust your gut. The second lesson from Scott is get the extra lending by any means and go for it if you can. And actually, it's interesting. Uh, We were talking the other day about Liz Harris, who's one of the biggest property investors in New Zealand, maybe even in Australasia. I think maybe the biggest in Australasia, female property investor, which is amazing. And one of her quotes was, if the bank will give you the money, just do it, or something along those lines. I'm sure she said it much more eloquently than that. And I think this came from, Scott Scott was talking about a development that he was involved with, where when when it came to settlement, after he'd gone unconditional, he had had a major accident, his income had been affected, he wasn't able to get the loan through the bank like he was expecting. And so he had to go to a non-bank lender, pay a higher interest rate for six months, and then he refinanced it and it dropped down massively. And so it wasn't that big a deal. So you just get the money and make it happen. Then the third lesson from Scotty was your property is not the market. So the whole of New Zealand might be doing something, but that doesn't mean your property is. And the example he gave here was around Airbnb. So at the moment, Airbnbs have been affected by the lack of tourism that we've got because of COVID-19. Now, the national vacancy rate, according According to AirDNA, is about 60%. The average Airbnb is 60% empty. But in June, Scotty's Airbnb in Auckland only had two days vacant, so about 6% vacancy. It had no vacancy in July, and it only had four days in August. And the way they did that is they changed their strategy. He's got a particularly boutique sort of Airbnb that appeals, so he differentiated that apartment, even though it's in a major development with heaps of apartments in it. There's lots of apartments, but he's differentiated it, and he's only focusing on 
month-long bookings to keep that vacancy down. So in essence, your property is not representative of the whole market. Now let's talk about Manual and Joy. Lesson number one from them. So Joy and Manual, long-time listeners of the show, have been on the show, one of the more popular shows as well because they're awesome people. So uh, they're in their early 40s and they've got three investments in the way uh, at the moment and they've got one under construction, which is awesome. Their first lesson that they had was it's easier to get money than they thought. And actually, I would probably just added a little extra there. It sometimes can get tricky when you're going to the bank because I know that they had challenges going to their bank and the bank just saying no because they had a number of rental properties tied in with their first personal mortgage and cross-secured against their owner-occupied property. And so there had to be a bit of work to kind of get them to the next level. But when they were buying their first property, they didn't realise that they had all this equity in their house that there was untapped, unicorn poo they call it, this untapped equity that they could turn into a deposit and buy an investment property with no money down. So before they'd done any of this, they didn't know about the secret world of leverage and now that they do, they just think it's amazing. And lesson number two or learning number two from Joy and Manuel was that knowledge leads to action or greater understanding can help you do more. So that comes back to what Andrew was just talking about in terms of moving lending around. So it's quite amazing when you think about it, they had their owner occupying and three properties, three investment properties with their main bank. And then with some help, as they talked about on the show, they moved half of a mortgage over to another bank and just by moving the lending around, it meant they could borrow more. Initially, they could only borrow 215k is what the bank let them do. But then by moving the lending from one bank to another, using a split banking strategy meant they could borrow over 600k in order to be able to purchase a property which they did for 480. So that was learning number two. And what was learning number three? Lesson number three is to hit your goals. There's always going to be some sacrifice involved. And sometimes these are small sacrifices like $50 a week because you have to top up an investment property that you're buying in Auckland. And sometimes they're major like in their case, renovating their investment properties to get them up to healthy home standards instead of doing their own. And nothing good comes without making a sacrifice, be it your time or a little bit of money or any of these kind of things. And life isn't easy, but it can be great. But you've got to make some sacrifices and take some action. Fantastic. Now, our third couple, and great couple these guys, Joe and Judith, also from Wellington. Great Scottish accents from these guys. Uh, And they are quite a conservative couple. They don't mind me saying that because they said it themselves. And their first lesson was that they probably started a bit late. So they're in their mid-50s. They'd been investing for two years and they'd accumulated four properties in that time. But when I was talking with them ahead of the webinar and on the webinar, they specifically talked about like what would have happened or what could they have done if they'd been in the market for a longer time because time is what you need in the market. And I said, well, what was the reason that you probably started a bit late? And they said, well, none of our peers are talking about it. It's not what we talk about around the dinner table when we're out with friends. And so we just didn't do that. And we were busy raising a family. We were busy trying to progress through our jobs. And that just started a bit late. And I think it was really courageous for them to come on in front of about 800 people and admit that. Again, this is why we're doing these kind of events now, getting people together so that people can understand, actually, there's a lot of people out there who are in the same position that are doing it and give the encouragement that sometimes we all just need to kind of get started. Lesson number two, you can change how you think about investing. And so for these guys, when they started out investing, they were very much focused on areas that were close to them 
that they knew, which actually didn't work out too badly, but it might have gone the other way as well because they were just buying in a place that was familiar to them. They were buying old and they were looking for cash flow, even though the cash flow isn't that great. Now, it's only great if you pay off the mortgage because as we know from previous episodes, your biggest operating cost is actually not the rates, insurance and everything like that, it's your interest on your mortgage. So unless you've got no mortgage and you're using cash, that's always going to be your largest cost when owning an investment property. So they've changed their way of thinking now. They're investing in Christchurch and Auckland now, so areas outside of Wellington, their home city, and they're focused now more on new, whereas previously they had the idea in their mind that a new property is new, it's the highest value it's going to get. Now they realise there's benefits with new, that it outweighs the fact that a brand new property is in a good state to begin with, and actually it does still go up in value. And that leads into the third learning, which is that your strategy can change over time. So the interesting thing about Joe and Judith is they've got quite a conservative risk outlook, and so they're thinking that over time they are going to change what they're investing in. They'll sell some of their existing properties and probably move over to new properties that they can buy off the plans so that they can avoid the cost of having to do properties up. So for instance, they've got a property in Larson Crescent in Wellington, and I think that was built early last century or earlier last century, I should say. And that's going to need a new roof at some point. Now that might cost 25 grand, it might cost 50 grand, it might cost whatever. But what they're hoping to do is avoid that cost, sell it to an owner-occupier and just invest in newer investment properties that have a 10-year builder's guarantee so that they are able to just have a much lower worries portfolio and spread their risk around the country as well. So those are the top nine learnings from that webinar. And again, I am going to link to that in the show notes so that you can go and watch the whole thing if you're so inclined. But I think the really cool thing here is that investors are willing to come on, be courageous, share their numbers. Because the thing that we highlighted in the webinar is that New Zealand is 26th out of 29 OECD countries for investing and saving. In fact, the average New Zealander is going to save negative 1.27% of their income over the next year. We're going to spend, on average, more than we earn. Now, if we can destigmatize investing, if we can make it fun in some ways that we attempt to do, then hopefully more people will do it. Hopefully we'll get into better financial positions simply because we're talking about it and engaging with it. Let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you want to learn more about property with Andrew and I, why not check out the recording for this webinar? As I said, I'm going to drop a link to that in the show notes or just go to opuspartners.co.nz slash previous hyphen webinars. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.